Welcome to another episode of the Physique Formation Podcast with your host, Denver Stain. Today, I want to talk about the positives of contest prep. And I guess you could say the positives of a fat loss phase, but more specifically contest prep because it is a little bit more challenging and it's more of like a time-based goal and there is a lot more introspection and a lot more challenge and, uh, you know, from a mental perspective as well. So, you know, we often talk about the negatives of contest prep. I know I have in the past many times over, I've highlighted, you know, why you shouldn't compete, things like that. Uh, and some other concerns around competition prep in general. And the flip side of this, now that I guess there's more time in between my competitions that I do, so there's more downtime, there's more normal living life, you know, uh, a healthy lifestyle and stuff. There's more time in between that, so now I can see the positives of contest prep instead of dwelling on the negatives because I'm not doing it as often. And if you're someone who competes and you compete every single year, year after year, probably not doing yourself the best um, or doing your health, you know, the best service because there are some health implications that come with competing and pushing yourself to the limits, which people should be aware of. And we might save that for another podcast on another day. But for today, I want to talk about the positives of contest prep. And I have a short list that I've written down, so I'm just going to kind of go through them. I was thinking about this the other day, and I spoke to a friend of mine about it as well, and he pretty much agreed with me. We had a great chat about this uh, topic. And so the first thing, I guess, you know, keeping it very simple, positives around contest prep is that it really improves your day-to-day routine, and it improves your overall structure, right? Because when we have a fat loss phase towards contest prep, we start to focus on getting our food in at the right time, you know, spreading our meals out more frequently, things like that, improving our food quality, but also training at a certain time as well. We start to prioritize our training so we have better training output. We put more effort into every single exercise that we do because we think about that end goal of getting on stage and kind of having that public, you know, uh, exposure to your physique. Right, And if you're on stage showing off your physique, you're showing off the positives and also the flaws in your physique as well. So you really want to maximize your training efforts, have a great routine and start to, you know, just build a little bit more structure uh, in your day to day life. So I feel like when you are competing, you start to have improved habits around your sleep, around your hydration. You try to manage your stress a little bit better and you just kind of get on top of things. And one of the reasons why I was motivated to get back on stage is pretty much because I was the opposite. I went overseas for almost three months and I was having a great time exploring, meeting new people, eating random things, not really going to the gym very often or anything like that. Still eating protein, still you know trying to keep my, my general lifestyle goals, but just not making the time to go to the gym as frequently, having late nights, stuff like that. And coming back to Australia and I really wanted to just get back on track, that kind of led me to competing and having a much better structure, being way more focused on, you know, a a greater training frequency, obviously, and getting my sleep better, improving my hydration and things like that. Just getting back on track with the basics when you've got a time-based goal and more specifically a physique competition, whether it's bodybuilding or, you know, bikini or fitness or whatever, physique, 
just having that time-based goal and uh, you know that external pressure I guess you could say can really help to improve your habits and stuff um, in addition to that I also feel like it creates a greater level of uh, focus around your nutritional quality you know you start thinking about getting in enough protein every day getting in enough carbohydrates fats fiber vitamins minerals all these different things now I'm not saying you need to have a whole bunch of supplements I'm not really someone who pushes a whole bunch of supplements in general but we start to think about nutritional quality a lot more when we're competing because we've only got a certain amount of calories we can have each day and we don't want to fill them with you know foods that don't really provide a greater level of nutrient um, nutrients that your body can utilize basically so more often than not we're going to lean towards having more vegetables more fruits more lean proteins more grains more fiber uh, and foods that just provide better health and with that comes better energy and also comes better mood so there's quite a few different you know general health benefits around that in addition we improve our general health with consistent steps tracking so if you're doing a contest prep these days sure maybe you're still doing cardio as well but in general most people are tracking their steps and by tracking your steps you're being more active you're improving your cardiovascular fitness you know you're just improving your overall health and I actually did a hike a few days ago and it wasn't as challenging as I thought it would be and I put that down to the fact that I've been tracking my steps for quite a long time so my general movement is you know higher than normal so therefore I'm fitter and better at walking and also I've lost a whole bunch of body weight as well which does make that a bit easier as well but you know your general health improvements around steps tracking can can go a long way and sometimes we really have to go out of our way to get those steps up to be more active our body wants us to just sit down slow down and do nothing but we push it and we make sure that we are active and uh, that you know is obviously going to contribute towards improved cardiovascular fitness another benefit around contest prep is we tend to remove habits or negative habits, I guess, or habits that have a negative effect, I guess I could say, on your health. So not many people are in contest prep drinking alcohol or having late nights or going to parties, you know, festivals, things like that. We're not really snacking. We're not watching Netflix on a Friday night and eating pizza and burgers and stuff. You know, there's a time and a place for all that kind of stuff. But and I'm all about having balance in life overall. But you know, having these contest prep goals and structure and stuff can really improve your overall health through reduced alcohol consumption and improving your sleep, like I said earlier, and just, you know, your general general habits are just improved. So when we think about these basic things that I've discussed so far, it's like, well, you know, just a fat loss phase could encourage you to do that as well. Um, but then when we think about contest prep, and you're really pushing yourself outside of your limits from a mental perspective it's huge so it really sharpens your mind it focuses on increased willpower discipline and uh, you know all of these things can prove to be beneficial in other areas of your life like work and study um, and investments anytime you're going through struggles and stuff you know I feel like doing a contest prep can help you to better handle these types of situations because you know i guess in a way what we're doing is controlled starvation we're doing everything opposite to what our body wants us to do we're getting completely out of our comfort zones and uh we're ignoring the um the you know your body's response to that 
uh, in regards to lowered energy, in regards to extreme hunger or cravings, or um, you know reduced uh, desire to move. We're still just pushing on and making, making like forcing change basically. So I feel like there's a greater sense of purpose with everything you do when you're in contest prep because everything is very regimented um, and like everything has purpose so one of the reasons I think anyways there's a few religions out there who tend to do things like fasting for 10 days or 40 days or whatever it might be and I think one of the reasons that they do that in my opinion is that it does ground you a bit more when you take away these essential needs of life and these general pleasures of being able to eat whenever we feel like it it does ground you and give you a greater sense of purpose and a greater sense of gratitude uh, around the most basic things because you know you take your basic needs away and you start to realize hey like wow like it just creates more more clarity more clarity more purpose more gratitude and obviously a higher level of hunger along the way as well uh, that goes without saying but you know, I find a lot of people who do do fat loss phases or contest prep phases, they start to really, uh, like I said earlier, sharpen their mind, but also just reflect on life a bit more, probably because there are fewer distractions as well. And they are really focused on this one goal and it makes them reevaluate, you know, their priorities in life in other areas, makes them realize that their level of resilience, that makes them realize that, hey, I can actually go through this crazy challenging journey if i can do this what other things can i do that i haven't really thought about or haven't had the confidence in myself to you know believe that i can do so you know there's there's that as well uh, another thing around uh, another positive around contest prep in my opinion is that it can really improve your social circle because you do become more selective with who you spend your time with obviously if you're in prep mode you're going to be hanging around with people who are more understanding with this kind of thing so you know that is going to be someone who's generally leaning towards health and fitness lifestyle not someone who's saying hey let's go out and get drunk on the weekend let's do drugs let's do anything that's harmful to your body because typically it's going to be fitness focused uh, people and I guess it comes down to personal preference and personal hobbies and things of that nature because contest prep is not for everybody and if you were doing contest prep as a lifestyle year-round you could come off as quite boring and um, not the most exciting person to be around and probably not great for your social health your mental health and things like that but I personally feel like your social circle can improve uh, just because you do have limited energy and you want to utilize that energy on people or things that add value to your life and not just waste you know time and energy on things that you know are just pointless that's something that I've noticed for myself anyways sometimes people will, will want to hang out you know do social things or whatever and I love to be social I love to go out and have fun but I'll be a lot more selective with who I spend my time with now and if it doesn't really have a value exchange I'm probably not going to do it um, another thing well this one's an interesting one to be honest that I wrote down on my list here is that okay so when you compete and you get very shredded, your body starts to turn systems off, right? You're trying to um, be as efficient as possible to maintain your life. 
if you're going through a state of starvation, your body's like, okay, well, like, what do we do? We need to move less so we can conserve more energy. But this guy keep, keeps moving. He keeps doing steps. He keeps doing weight training. So, wow, we can't control that. What else can we do? We can increase his hunger, make him eat more, increase his cravings. Um, you know, but wow, he's still not eating any more food. All right. Or maybe we can, um, you know, just lower his general energy or actually keep waking him up at nighttime and, you know, increase cortisol levels to keep this person awake and be like, hey, man, like you, you need to eat. Otherwise, you're going to die. Like that's kind of how your body thinks, you know, if we're thinking of it as an outside perspective like that. So, you know, you're ignoring the hunger, you're ignoring the uh, the attempted reduction in exercise and overall movement so what else can your body do your body can turn off systems and just reserve energy as much as possible so in that regard as a guy you'll see that your interest in sex will drop quite a bit so your libido will reduce uh in a female obviously it gets to a point where you lose your menstrual cycle or it becomes irregular things of that nature now i'm not saying this is a good thing I'm not saying like that's healthy by any means. It's obviously not. But in a weird way, if you are in a position as a man where your libido is reduced, I feel like you personally, like honestly for me anyways, I feel like I've got a greater awareness um, and a different connection with people, with women in particular, where it's not just focused on sex anymore, right? So as a man... I think I can speak openly on this and say like, hey, like, you know, we're very driven towards sex and that's very much normal. And when that is removed, in a way, I don't know if this sounds bad or not, but in a way you're forced to actually get to know people a bit more and build a connection in other ways other than just having sex. So a reduced libido in one way or another could be a positive. I mean, for myself personally, I'm not out there trying to, you know, chase girls constantly or anything like that i'm doing my thing and there's no distractions in that regard but it also does allow me to connect with people in different ways and uh that's just something worth noting to be honest because a lot of guys a lot of guys you know we kind of just want to chase certain things and enjoy that for the moment and kind of move on from that and uh when it's not as desirable to you because your energy levels are low and your body's not really saying hey like we're thriving it's the opposite so yeah i feel like that just creates a bit more awareness and um, a better connection with people in different ways which could lead to something you never know that could lead to something a lot more meaningful than just um trying to have sex all the time that one's a bit different but yeah i thought i'd write that one down another thing you can uh, think of as a positive around contest prep is learning how to be patient and trusting the process now a lot of people start to freak out and they think oh i'm not going to be ready in time or this person looks so good or you know am i going to be lean enough or i don't know how to pose properly and all these different things but you learn how to trust the process you learn how to do the work you learn how to be consistent and you learn how to be patient and understand that it's uh you know like i said it's a process so we can't expect to be shredded overnight we're also not trying to be shredded three months before the competition because that's not going to be very effective in any way it's just time wasted where you could have still been building muscle maintaining good health and things like that uh but yeah learning how to trust the process looking back reflecting and thinking wow like i started here i did everything i had to do and i ended here and that's incredible and that's a little bit of like 
a moment of, of reflection where you think, wow, like I actually achieved this. I remember my first time I ever competed, I had a sponsor, they took some photos of me on stage and stuff. And I went and saw them a few days after the show and they were showing me these photos of me. And I was like, wow, like that's actually me. Like, I don't understand how that's me on stage looking incredibly different to how I was, you know, looking when just walking around in the gym day to day. Obviously I lost a lot of body fat, first time getting on stage first time putting tan on looking like a bodybuilder and I was just like wow I cannot believe I was able to achieve that and uh, it just came down to trusting the process and being patient uh, you know the another addition to positives around contest prep is probably the most obvious one of all and that's just you look awesome right and so you look awesome everybody notices how different you look and it builds a ton of self-confidence in my opinion not just because of the physical changes and the compliments, but also because of the fact that you're committed to something that, you know, you're following through on. You're saying, I'm going to do this. It's going to take a long time. Maybe it's going to take me three months. Maybe it's going to take me five months or six months, but I'm committing to it and I'm going to follow through on it. And when we do that, that's how we build confidence. Confidence is built by going ahead and doing something that you don't feel comfortable doing and then doing it often and consistently to a point where it becomes normal to you and then that's how you become confident at that task whatever it might be right but self-confidence uh, generally comes down to improving your ability to do things and then also getting recognition from other people as well along the way and looking awesome can definitely result in that as well so you know we build confidence through getting out of our comfort zone and then achieving our goals repeatedly and contest prep allows for that to happen Another uh, positive around contest prep is you can make a whole ton of friends that are like-minded and supportive with similar interests. A lot of people I know and speak to on a day-to-day -day basis or week-to-week -week basis, I know through competing, I know through just the fitness industry and the lifestyle that we live. So I remember the first time I ever competed in 2009, I met a whole bunch of people who I had no idea existed prior to the competition. And I still hang out with some of these guys right now so many years later and there's a mutual respect uh, which is pretty cool and I just remember thinking to myself wow like there's actually other people out there who love what I do who love the same things as me I should say and that can create you know a social connection I know there's a lot of competitions where people start to have like group chats on social media uh, they become friends backstage and you some of these friendships last forever so meeting people that are like-minded and supportive that's huge that really helps you to keep going i know for myself right now in this contest prep i am actively seeking people who are competing maybe against me uh, just, or maybe just in the same competition so i can build some more connections some more friendships um, in the space because why not right it's always cool to look back and think wow like you know we both got on stage together back in the day and there's no like uh it's not a negative vibe by any means it's, it's all it's all positive so yeah and i guess the last one i will say is that um every time you do it every time you do a contest prep you get better and you continually experience a sense of accomplishment and progression and that you know it goes without saying every time i get on stage i feel like there's a greater level of awareness uh obviously a greater level of experience a greater level of excitement and a better outcome in regards to how my physique looks 
Now, I'm not going to say that I win every single competition that I do, but the large majority of competitions that I have entered, I have come first. Uh, but every time, I've learnt new things along the way, and I have improved my approach as well. So it's a forever learning experience, but you will always have that sense of accomplishment, that sense of progression, and that excitement to continually do better. Now, with all that said, with all these positives that I've mentioned, I will go back and say, I don't personally think it's the best idea to compete, you know, year to year, every single year. I don't think that gives you enough time to enjoy other areas of your life. And I don't think that it is the best approach to build and develop your physique further and, um, you know, keep making progress overall. But you know sometimes people can get caught up on this and they compete and then after the competition is done they kind of lose purpose in themselves or they forget about other aspects of life and they kind of get caught up in this little bubble where competing is all that they know because you know they want that validation from people they want that increased confidence they want all the positives that i've mentioned uh but in my personal opinion i think it's a smart move to enjoy the process um, see all the benefits that come with it and then also think about the benefits of an off season or an improved season where you're focusing on a healthy general lifestyle utilizing all the tools that you've utilized in contest prep but not prioritizing them so much that they become restrictive in other areas of your life I think it's really important to have a, a, you know a focus on certain things at a higher priority at certain times and then allow it to take a back seat at times as well because you know it's it doesn't want it you don't want it to consume you and i do tell my clients who compete hey like i love that you're so focused on all of this right now and i want you to be but don't forget other areas of life you know maintain connections with people uh you know maintain your other hobbies and things like that because you don't want to get off stage thinking wow like i don't know what else i want to do now i just want to do that again and again and again because uh, you may just present the exact same physique every year, which you don't want to do. Anyways, that is my podcast today on the positives of contest prep. Uh, the next episode will probably be, uh, you know, maybe geared away from contest prep. I guess this topic is kind of trending right now because I am competing myself, which is pretty exciting. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of around it a little bit more as a result of that. So anyways, guys, thanks for listening. I hope you guys found this uh, podcast informative. If you have any opinions, feedback, responses, whatever, you can hit me up on Instagram at Coach Denver Stain. If you're looking for some contest prep coaching or nutrition coaching or training coaching towards fat loss, improved mindset, flexible dieting, muscle building or anything like that, then you can definitely reach out to me and uh, we can talk about working together. And that is it for this week.